of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are back in the original studio on my white comforter. Newly washed, fresh white comforter. Ooh, it's newly washed. Yeah, I took a, a personal day yesterday and just did a bunch of errands and did all my laundry. Yeah. And so we went out Friday after work, which turned into like... It was low-key. Yeah, but it I It was went, brewery vibes. I went straight from work and didn't get home until like 11.30. I was like, this is not what I was planning on doing yeah, on my Friday. Yeah, when we got... By the time I like went to bed, it was a lot later than I anticipated. Yeah, but anyways, so we went to a brewery because it was a nice day during the day. So we're like, oh, let's go outside and just like hang out at this brewery that has like a large patio area. And it was freezing cold. Yeah, no, we, I dressed so poorly for the weather. I was like, oh my god, it's like in the 60s, I'm going to rock my wedges <laughs> and jeans and like a linen button down. We're just like in that in-between weather where it's warm during the day, but it's cold in the morning and night. at night. Yeah, so we not were, ideal. we were like huddled around the fire and yeah. I was literally like standing in the fire, so. <laughs> the fire also <laughs> was like very much dying down, so. Yeah, it was like all smoke. Yeah. Which brings me to my point. I slept in my bed and now my sheets, like, well, oh. they smelled like smoke, so that's why I washed them all Saturday. That's the worst. I even took a shower when I got home, but I didn't wash my hair because I didn't really feel like going to bed with wet hair. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like, stuck in my hair, you know? Like, mm-hmm. smoke gets, like, in your clothes and your hair. Yeah. So, like, that I... smoky smell is so hard to get out Yeah, of and I was like, I, I'm just washing everything because yeah. it was about time anyway. Good call, good call. So, yeah, fresh sheets and, um... For those of you who have seen our new logo, well, I'm sure if you're listening, you're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully. Um, yeah, so big shout our new to logo dropped. Yeah, big shouts to Ricky Prosper. R- Ricky Prosper with the hookup. Yeah, he did a good job. And just just to clarify out there, we're not fat. Yeah, we're wearing <laughs> loose fitted t-shirts, but because that's on brand for us. <laughs> and yeah, our posture like might suck a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> we're just trying to lean in and talk in the microphone. I mean, this is our aesthetic, so yeah, but don't shit on us. We had a couple people reach out and just uh, tell us that we were looking a little chubby, um, including Madison's mom. Yeah, wow. Which, major, major shouts to my mom for just being not the kindest. I have to pull up this message because I like was dying laughing at work. Okay, so she, <laughs> she sends us a text. No, first of all. <laughs> accompanied with a screenshot where she's, like, taking the little, like, editing, like, marker when you can, like, screenshot things and, like, edit them on Apple. She, like, circled our, like, pudge areas, like, lower belly. They literally, it doesn't even look like pudge. No real person, no fat person even looks like that. (laughs) Our arms are too skinny. I know. And she said, don't get mad, and I do think this is cute, but I think it makes both of you look chubby in the stomach area, and you are both too pretty and not chubby. Just have them slim it down. Just being maybe too honest, dot, 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 with a kissy face emoji. (laughs) Madison said, Mom, so unnecessary and rude. Please stop, thanks. (laughs) I was, like, cracking up at this point because I was, like, witnessing this, like, mom-daughter, like, classic fight. I was also already in a bad mood at work. (laughs) And I get this text from my mom at, like, 10 a.m. And I'm like, really, Mom? Like, this is how you would have fucking start my day? You're like, Mom, why are you calling me fat? I actually, like, get really upset when my mom calls me fat, too. No, when a mom calls you fat, it hits you so deep. Like, if anyone else, like, says something to me, like, I mean, not that people generally just comment on my weight, but... (laughs) It but there's really nothing bother. worse than coming home and your mom's like, hmm, you look a little bigger. And you're your like, mom, what the fuck, mom? Or grandma. I remember when I came back uh, freshman year of college, like, um, around Christmas time, and my grandma just made a comment to me, and we were about to sit down at this, like, nice brunch, and I literally, like, didn't eat brunch because my grandma told me that I had gained weight. I was like, it's my freshman year of college, let me live my life. <laughs> Anyways, so then her mom responds, says, sorry, and then I thought that was the end of it. Text again, sorry, girls, I didn't mean to offend you. I was just being me, who's sometimes too judgy. You're both adorbs. She actually said adorbs. Adorbs. (laughs) Classic Mary Beth. And who cares what I think anyhow? I'm just an old mom who's an asshole sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back at it, 
It is cute. I get it. Big shirts, relaxed look. Sorry to have said anything negative. Love you both. You can still be mad at me. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I said, no worries. True friends will always let you know the truth. Kissy face. You and my mom are like girls now. <laughs> I love her. Everyone loves my mom. Yeah. She's, she's a keeper. Anyways, speaking of love, um, we just decided to go ahead and deem this Sunday's episode everything wedding related because a lot of people are getting married this summer. I just feel like it's a popular time to get married. So invites, save the dates are all being sent out yeah. recently. Oh my God. It's already overwhelming me. Yeah. So I got to save the date. My big is getting married this summer. Um, and I actually just went the other weekend to try on a bridesmaid dress, which big stuff. Yeah. I've never been a bridesmaid. Not yet. Really? Well, is, I haven't had any super close friends get married, so. Yeah. This is actually my second time being in a wedding. The first time, it was my great-grand-big's wedding. Damn, you're out here with a sorority squad. I know. My fam is really tight, so. Yeah, my fam is not tight. I probably won't be in anyone in my Zeta fam's wedding. Yeah. It's sad. Well. It is what it is. Where's the, where's this lamb love? I mean, you're going to be in my wedding, and we're both <laughs> Zetas, hey, so. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Um, no, well, my big and I just, like, always stayed super close, and her fiancé I'm also really close with, so... Yeah, shouts to him. He helped oh, us yeah. uh, start the podcast, actually. He has a podcast of his own. Yeah. He he asked if I was going to talk about, um, the bridesmaid dress fitting on the podcast, because he was actually there, because they were going to a cake tasting afterwards, and <laughs> he was it. like, normally I wouldn't be here, and I really don't care, but... Uh, yeah, it was her and him and her little sister, because everyone else had tried it on the weekend before when I was in New York. Ah. Uh. So, but it was honestly a super easy process. Like, I was, like, a little hungover, but I was, like, trying to pull it together because, like, I didn't want to be that girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, I get there, and I was like, oh my god, there's so many people here, like, there's gonna be so many options, but I looked at ahead online about, like, the options, because she is doing one of the weddings where you can have, like multiple bridesmaid dresses Mm -hmm. but they're all the same color because they're all from like the same company I very much fuck with that aesthetic for bridesmaid dresses because I mean everyone's body is different and I think it honestly looks the best when everyone has a dress that flatters their figure yeah as long as it's like somewhat conformed like yeah like they're all long yeah they're all like the same material right I think those are like so they're yeah they're all like long and she picked out like a couple but she was like I really don't care you can just like choose whatever one you like but she likes um, the, like, the, like, chiffon? ruche look. Yeah, it's kind of, like, chiffon, but, like, it's, like, got that, like, ruche Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I understand pattern. what you're So I tried on two, and then I was, like, I really like the first one. Everyone's, like, yeah, the first one looks the best. And then she's, like, do you want to try on another one? I was, like, sure. And I just tried on the third one. I was, like, yeah, I still like the first one. And then I was out of there. Yeah, that's simple. Yep. So. Easy, quick. And then I had to go boom, back boom, in boom. to get it, like, tailored Fine or whatever. Enough, yeah. But yeah, so it'll be nice because I feel like one of the most stressful things about a wedding is like figuring out what to wear. But yeah. since I'm at the wedding, I'm like, well, oh, I, well, now I don't have to worry about getting I've a dress. Got, I've got a required dress code and I cannot stray from this. Yeah. So, yeah, that definitely helps. But we actually got a voicemail about wedding attire. So, so hit it. Hey, ladies, it's Crawdaddy, just on my way to work this morning. Um, and I had a quick question. I just accepted an invite to a wedding down in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, it's going to be at a golf club at, at the end of April, and I didn't get any kind of dress code from the invitation of the wedding website. So what are your thoughts on what I should wear? Is a lily dress appropriate, or do you think I should go a little bit more formal? Let me know. Love the pod. Bye. First of all, shout out Wilmington. Yeah, shout North out North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> woo, woo. Um, also, I think it's a big, like... No-no to not put the yeah. fucking attire on the wedding invitation. Like, big mistake. Yeah, no. That's because, mistake number one. Yeah, then you have no grounds to, like, be upset if people show up too formal or too informal. Yeah, I mean, I think to have <laughs> some sort of, like, whatever, attire put on the invitation is pretty standard. Right. And it can range a lot. I mean, people get married on, like, farms and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, casual, or they'll have a black tie wedding, and it's literally, like, you have to wear a fucking tuxedo. Right. So, 
I mean, it can really range a lot. I think a country club on the beach, it depends on the time of day. I was going to say, like, a lily dress would normally be okay, but if it's, like, a nighttime wedding, I, I would, would go for the more formal, like, black tie. Co- I would do, like, cocktail dress. Like, uh, you can do a short dress still, but cocktail attire. Yeah, and if it's... Like, is it going to be outside, or is it going to be, like, inside, like, in the ballroom? Because she said it was in late April. Late April, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully the weather will be nice around yeah. that time of year. It's really, it. that's tough, because a country club wedding can really range from, like, you know, business casual vibes, like, guys wearing just, like, um, khakis and, like, button downs. Right. To super formal like straight up black tie like a country club could literally range that much so I do think the time of day um (coughs) definitely will give her a better idea if it's a day wedding I think you can rock a lily dress um but honestly if it were me I would just ask them to be sure like yeah or even like I don't know how close you are with the bride and groom but maybe ask someone in the wedding party if you're close with someone in the wedding party see what they're wearing yeah because if you know that like the guys in the wedding are wearing suits, then you're like, okay, I should probably wear, like, a cocktail dress. Right. Where if the guys are just wearing, like, khakis and... And if the bridesmaids are wearing, like, short dresses. Yeah, like, I think that really... I don't know. I mean, you can never go wrong with asking the question, I think. And also, always better to be overdressed than underdressed. Right. And, like, if you're going, like, with a date or whatever, normally... Guys will like wear a tie or like bring a tie just in mm-hmm. case, and then they always, can always bring the tie just yeah. in case. And then you can always take it off. Yeah, but I say definitely go overdressed, um, but probably just ask and definitely gauge it on time of day. Um, I think that's the go-to in this case. Yeah, I went to a super informal wedding one yeah. time that was like at a farm. I've always wanted to go to one of those. It's so fun. Yeah, like me and my friend went in college actually um, with. Ross's roommate. <laughs> oh, yeah. And was, his friend. You, was he your date? Yeah. Oh, well, funny. we kind of just went as, like, a foursome group because <laughs> they, like, both needed dates, and me and my friend were like, let's go. Oh, that's fun. And so we went to this, like, middle-of-nowhere wedding in Reedsville. We knew nobody. And It was in Reedsville? Uh, it was, like, outside of Reedsville area. Good. But. <laughs> we Good old like, country wedding. First of all, we show up late. It's, like, really bad. It's. It was so bad. Never show up late to a wedding. Yeah, it was so awkward. This is actually the second wedding I've been late to, but I'll get to that story. Holy shit, Kim, <laughs> what the fuck? It's, ne- it's never my fault, which is shocking, but... That is shocking. So we show up and we're wearing, like, cowgirl boots and, like, short dresses, which is, like, fine for the, the wedding, but it got rowdy as fuck. Like, I remember afterwards, like, we were all dancing, like, on the dance floor. Yeah. And the other guy that we were with, like... Is like dancing, and I guess like he just accidentally drops his beer bottle, and it shatters all of the floor, <laughs> and everyone's like staring at us, and we're like easily like the drunkest people there. We're like, oh, oh no. fuck, like look oh, away, no. look away. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the DJ is like, oh, like he says, what's that Jewish thing? Opa or whatever. That's <laughs> no, Greek. When you drop a glass or when you break the glass. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, at the at Jewish weddings when they smash the glass with the foot. Yeah. He says that Mazel Tov. No? Mazel Tov. Gosh. God, we're gonna get. I'm totally. I'm. I'm fucking up this. We're gonna get crushed for this. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Whatever that word is. He said that, remember. and then it wasn't really awkward anymore. But at that time, we were like, okay, we gotta go. And then Bishop's <laughs> little sister picked us up because. God, she's a lifesaver. That one. We were like in the middle of nowhere, and there was no Ubers. Like it was that remote. That's crazy. And then another wedding we went to. It was when we were in college and. We, well, it was the year before I graduated, but mm-hmm. everyone that we were going with was graduating that, yeah. that morning. Yeah. So then we had to, like, drive to the wedding, and we showed up, like, as the ceremony had started. So we, like, no. couldn't go in. We were, like, standing, waiting in the back. The first one that I was late to, we, like, made it just in time and, like, snuck into our seats. Yeah. But this one, we, like, didn't even get to sit down during the ceremony. We were, like, waiting in the back, and it was oh, so God. awkward. Kim, trash move. I know. Well, it wasn't my fault, because, like, all the guys were, like, taking forever to get ready, but I was so mad, and because I was like, this is so rude, and I would hate if someone relates to my oh, wedding. Oh, God. If someone pulls that shit at my wedding, cut. Yeah. Get but the I think, fuck out of I here. I think they understood, because yeah. we were like, hey, listen, like, we're going to be coming from, like, the graduation ceremony, yeah. and then, like, we had to go stop by this guy's, like, graduation party, and then we had to, like, go to the hotel, drop our stuff off, and, like, yeah, what a shit get show. ready, and I That's was, like, tough. I was, like, having a panic attack, pretty much. Yeah. 
that's that's a lot of stress for one day. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think being in the wedding party is the less stressful way to go about the wedding because, one, mm. you never have to worry about being late. That's and true. And you don't have to worry about what to wear. And you don't necessarily have to worry about bringing a plus one. That's true. And bringing a plus one and not bringing a plus one is, like... At our age, the most complicated, stressful thing in the fucking world. Like, more stressful than finding a date to formal in college. <laughs> yeah. No, like, literally, so much more stressful. And then the idea of not having a plus one, if you know other people are getting plus ones, and being stuck at the singles table. Yeah. That's stressful. God. Um, we do have a voicemail about plus ones, and then I have some more things to say about this, Yeah, too. I have so many hot <laughs> takes on plus ones. Me Holy too. shit. What's up? It's your boy, Cake. Uh, we're talking wedding season. Uh, big fan of weddings. Love dancing. Love drinking. Mostly drinking and then dancing. Um, <laughs> don't really have anything to add other than um, I have a plus one to a wedding um, in March that wasn't rescinded after a breakup. So, you know, I need a plus one. And if anyone out there in Millie Nation is trying to boogie, Holler at your boy, at Cake Gilman. Let's ride. Wow. Subtle plug Wow, there. that's savage. Um, well, um, follow, <laughs> follow at Cake Jolman on uh, Instagram and Twitter. He's a cutie. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely I don't seems know like where a fun you live, date. but if you live in his general area, I don't know, DM him and get an invite to his wedding in March. Yeah, so how do you feel about bringing random plus ones? Um, I'm all out on it. Okay. Um, I say, I don't think it's a problem bringing a plus one that is just a friend. I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. But not a rando. Not like a second date situation. Yeah. I feel like most reason that people don't give their wedding guests plus ones is because they're afraid that they're going to bring a rando. A rando. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I understand why there are certain people that only give plus ones to people that are in serious relationships. I completely understand because you don't want your fucking wedding to just be a shit show party for all of these 20-something-year-olds. Right. Like, it's your wedding, it's your day. Like, I wouldn't want... it's expensive. It's expensive, and I don't want a bunch of randos that I don't fucking know, like, mooching off of my wedding ceremony to have a good-ass night. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, there are certain situations where, like, you're gonna give someone a plus one... Because, like, you don't want them to be stuck by themselves, and you might not necessarily know the person they're bringing, I think. Yeah. But I think, majority speaking, I I don't think bringing a rando is a good idea. Yeah. Well, I think that there is, like, a happy medium, but... So, the book that we're reading... I know, I was just gonna say, the book we're reading for book club... (laughs) It really made me think about it. They said their thing was, like, no ring, no bring, so they didn't give anyone a plus one unless Unless they were engaged. engaged. Which is savage. Yeah, because if you're dating someone... Like, if you're in a long-term, serious relationship, but you haven't not be engaged yet, for whatever reason, yeah. and you've, like, hung out with the couple getting married, like, with your boyfriend, it's I feel like trash it's... trash move. Right. Like, if you know both of them, then you should invite both of them together. I, I absolutely agree. Because, I, I mean, I'm at the age where I have a decent amount of friends that are engaged, crazily. Like, I don't know what happened this year, but everyone got <laughs> fucking engaged. Something um, in the water. But I have a lot of friends that are are in pretty serious relationships that aren't engaged, nor are they very close to getting engaged, just because, I mean, we're only 23. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think... I would be offended if someone didn't give me a plus one if they knew, like, me and Ross both really well. Yeah. And I think if you're close with them and they want you to, like, have a good time, they should offer you a plus one. Right. But, like, if it's kind of, like, a far-removed situation and they know that you're going to have other friends that are there... Right. It's okay for them not to give you a plus one as long as they don't give, like, the other people that you know plus one. Okay, yeah. So, actually, I'm in this current situation right now. So, one of my best friend's older sister is getting married in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know if I was going to get invited to the wedding in the first place. Because, I mean, we're... I'm good friends with her, but, I mean, I'm... I'm obviously just good friends with her sister. I mean, I'm friends with her, but not, like, super close or anything. So I was like, oh, if I get an invite, like, I'll be happy. I was there during the engagement, so I kind of felt like I was going to get invited just because I happened to be there that weekend when she got engaged. Anyway, 
got an invite to the wedding, didn't get a plus one, not mad about it at all. She's never met Ross, so I didn't assume to get a plus one. Her younger sister, who I'm friends with, isn't dating anyone, so even if she gets a plus one, I don't know if she, I mean, she can obviously do whatever she wants. She's, like, the sister of the bride, but yeah. I don't even know if she'll bring a date. Um, and then my other two friends that also got invited, one of which is in a long-term relationship of, like, three years, and the other one is single, neither of them got plus ones either, and I think it's just because it's, like, we're just gonna be a squad for the weekend. Yeah. Like, the four of us. And you're, like, us. somewhat far removed, so Yeah, it's like... so I was, like, not offended at all, and, like, I wouldn't want to bring someone to yeah. that because you don't know a ton of people. I don't even know everyone there and I don't want to be like introducing this guy to all these people there like I just want to go and have fun with the people that I know right so I think in that situation like I'm cool with it it's fine like that's the most ideal situation like I don't want to have the stress of having a plus one at that wedding anyway yeah so for this wedding that I'm going to be in my big gave me a plus one and I know she probably just did it like to be nice but I feel like I... you have to give the entire wedding party a plus one. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's hard because if you're not, like, in your either a serious relationship or, like, talking to someone, it's hard to bring a date when you're in the wedding because, like, they have to entertain themselves. I think it really only works out the best when the person that you bring is a plus one, if you're not in a serious relationship with them, um, they have to know the people getting married. Yeah, which, like, would make sense because it's going to be all of our college friends. Right, so, like, so you can, I mean, you have people to invite. Yeah. And people that can hold their own and be fine. Right. If you're in the wedding, it's really tough because you don't want to, like, leave your date stranded, but yeah. you're going to have to, so you have to take someone that can fend on their own. Like, I would never just take, like, a random guy if, like, I were talking to a guy that I met on Hinge or something. Like, yeah, I yeah, would yeah. just not invite <laughs> I mean, you you can't. Yeah. That would just be so uncomfortable. Even if they were, like, pretty outgoing and able to fend for themselves, I think it would still be uncomfortable unless you were in a serious relationship like, and they just didn't know anyone. They would have to have, like, met a lot of my college friends right. beforehand in order to, like... You gotta, you gotta yeah. get them up to that level. Right. Um, yeah. Ross is in, like, three weddings this year, I think, and... He has, like, 17 invitations to weddings. Not actually, oh but, I mean, he's 28, so he's kind of at that age <laughs> he's where up there. a lot of his friends are getting married and shit. Yeah. And, I mean, I already know that he has plus ones to, like, two of the weddings that he's in, and I've met those people that are getting married, so it's not that weird, but it's going to be tough because I'm not going to know a lot of people at the weddings, and I'm definitely going to end up going. So, it's going to be hard. I mean, yeah. luckily, I can talk to a fucking wall. I know. So, I think I'll be fine, but And, like, normally, it's there's, like, a ton of random people at weddings, so, like, everyone's expecting not to know anyone else. Because, yeah. like, you could be from the bride side or the groom side, like... Like, high school, college... So, it's really not, like... Family. You're on the outside. Like, there's yeah. gonna be a ton of outsiders. Yeah. It's just a little weird, because I'm just, like, trying to mentally prepare myself for those weddings coming up. Yeah. Um, we actually have another voicemail I forgot, but... I oh. I don't know what this one's about. Okay. Hey girls, it's Garrett from College Station. Garrett. So I got a wedding type question to ask. Um, got an invitation with a plus one, so that's good. But the both the save the date and the uh, legitimate wedding invitation don't disclose information about attire. So this wedding is in Fredericksburg, Texas, which is south of Austin. So it's more of a Texas scene that would be anything from y'all's neck of the woods, but just wondering, uh, what do you do when you get a wedding invite and you don't know what to wear? Let me know on the pod. Love y'all. Bye. Oh, so... so another, <laughs> another attire question. Um, well, what, what is happening? Why are these people throwing out wedding invitations and fucking yeah, safety dates without their wedding like, attire? That should be one of the first things that you clarify on the invitation. Time, location, attire. attire. Um... Have you heard of people throwing out, like, random attire? Like, country club chic. Yeah, like, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> or, like, uh, beach, I don't know. Beach casual, yeah. classy. <laughs> <laughs> like, people will literally make up attire names and just throw them on the invitation. Like, New England preppy. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay, what? Like, wait, what is the attire? I don't really know. So, I would assume if it's, like, South... 
Texas, like, Hickville. No offense. I don't think that's <laughs> Hickville. I think North Carolina is more Hickville. I feel like that's just straight country. Well, yeah. Okay, so Texas, like... Texas country's a little different. Well, I wouldn't know, because actually I have been in Texas, but... Texas I've, country I've is, always, like, cowboy hats and, like, boots. See, okay, that's what I meant by hick, but I guess you're right. Like, North Carolina hick is more, like, redneck. Yeah. And Texas... Hick is, like, farm boy. Yeah. That's, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some crossover. Yeah, but for sure. <laughs> I would say... If, I mean, depending on the venue, also... If it's on a farm, you gotta rock, like, boots. Yeah, and, like, like cowboy hats. Like, I feel like people wear cowboy hats, like, casually in Texas. Like, I feel like Garrett wears cowboy hats. <laughs> like, I feel like I've seen a photo of him in a cowboy hat. Like, casually to the bar, you just, like, put on a cowboy hat. Like, it's, like, everyone at Coyote Joe's. Like, that's Texas. <laughs> Texas people are about to come at our necks with these <laughs> I'm, like... I'm so, like, culturally inappropriate today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're just, like, stereotyping the shit out of everyone right now. I know. But, um, I mean, I would say, yeah, like, keep it more casual. Like, like a button-down? Unless it's at a country club in Texas. Like, I would say make it more, like, Texas casual. <laughs> what is Texas casual? Can you Google that for me? <laughs> Texas casual. Casual chic. <laughs> Texas casual attire. Oh. This is a fucking prom dress they're like maxi dresses okay i don't know how i feel about that oh here we go oh here's some cowboy hats uh jean jacket (laughs) how do you feel about guys wearing jeans to like casual weddings how casual like outside uh with like a button down i mean like maybe like a maybe like a blue blazer Honestly, I'm out on it. You're out on it. You're I think so. out on unless jeans it were to like, Unless it were like so beyond casual that they. So were that like, wedding that you went to, no one wore jeans. No, that was like jean. Thing. So guys Actually, were wearing jeans. I can't remember because it was like five years. ago. I mean, you wore cowboy boots. Yeah, with like a cute like dress. I know, but like I just can't even imagine wearing cowboy boots to a wedding. Yeah, I'm sure there are people wearing jeans. I don't know. I was, like, also 19 years old, so I probably was very underdressed, and I was late, like... <laughs> you were just the It was a very uncomfortable situation, <laughs> but I had a blast, so... I feel like Texas, like, I don't know how dressy this wedding is, but I feel like people could, like, low-key rock jeans and a blazer. Yeah. And, like, boots, and it would be a vibe. But depending on the, the level of, of um, dressiness... Do you want to have, like, a black tie wedding? Like, what are your vibes for your future? Um, sorry, I'm trying to look up what they say when you drop the glass when you're Jewish at the wedding. Why are we circling back to this venue? Mazel tov. Okay, I was right. Okay, it is mazel tov. Okay, anyways. We're not that uncultured. Thanks. <laughs> I want my wedding to be, like, dressy as fuck. So, black tie. Yeah. White tie. <laughs> okay, not white tie. Okay, um... Someone was telling me about a white tie wedding they had to go to in Charleston. Some fucking Charleston shit. And, like, the guys literally had to get, like, um, what are those things called? Tuxes? No, the coats with the tails. Oh. Coat tails? Yeah. Is that what it's called? I, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Like, the white Like, coat. fucking debutante? Yeah, like, debutante <laughs> shit. Like, they literally had to wear that to a fucking wedding. Okay, that's How next too much. Level because is that? then nobody's gonna come because nobody's gonna want to spend the money on a, that kind of. Even if you rent it, like, why is that a vibe? Yeah, like that's is that doing really the most. So, you, but you would go for like a black tie wedding for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think my vibes are, um, if I get married on New Year's Eve, which is this <laughs> weird fantasy I have, um, that I want it to be like a black tie wedding, like a museum. That would be really cool. And if I don't get married on New Year's Eve, it's going to be in the summertime, so it's going to be more of, like, a breezy beach vibe. Yeah. I think I'd want to get married, like, in the fall. Like, early fall. Fall is a good time of year. And I want it to be, like, a nighttime wedding, like... Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, if I get married on the beach, then I have to have, like, an afternoon wedding. Yeah. See, no offense, but, like, I'm out on getting married on the beach. Why? Because it's, it's too casual. I don't think so. Because there's, like, sand and shit, and, like, I you have to worry about the sand. weather. Like, okay, coming from an event planning perspective, that here would stress Here we go, me. fucking event planner over here. <laughs> that would stress me out, because you're 
banking on the fact that you're gonna have good weather and you're planning everything for this one day. I mean, unless there's like a rain plan and you can like go inside somewhere. Well, you have to have a rain plan. Well, yeah, but still, it's like I wouldn't want to accept the fact that I would have to utilize the rain plan. Yeah, like I I would rather it just like. That would be super disappointing if you had to use the rain. Like that would just stress me out. Although it's good luck if you get married and it rains on your wedding day. See, I don't, I don't care. I don't. You don't buy that shit. Yeah, I'm like that's just what they tell brides who are like crying about it raining to make them feel better. It's it's false. It's false. I think like a black tie New Year's Eve wedding in a museum. See, that would be would cool be because so no one else really has like fun plans on New Year's so they'd be like, "Oh, thank God, I have to go to a wedding like and that's my plan." I wish I had weddings to go on go to on New Year's every year. Yeah, because it would just save the trouble of us having to find plans. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm going to have to go to this wedding no matter what time of year it is because this couple is getting married. Yeah. So then it just, it's a plan for me to hang out with, like, all of my good friends on New Year's Eve. Right. And celebrate someone's love. I just remember growing up, we always had this tradition of going to Newport, Rhode Island for New Year's Eve. And we would stay in this hotel near the beach. And every single year, I mean, it was a nice big hotel, um, and there would always be a wedding. Every single year on New Year's Eve. And I just remember as a little kid, like, looking down, like, over the balcony, you know, when there's, like, a hotel and it's, like, really open. Yeah. And if your hotel room, like, faces in towards, like, the ballroom area. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain this hotel, but it was dope and there like was... Like an embassy suites type thing. Yeah. It was, like, so cool and there were always weddings on New Year's Eve and I was always, like, it was, like, my my little fantasy. Like, that's gonna be me one day. Aww. Yeah, if I get married one day. <laughs> yeah, if, if and when that day comes for me and Kim. But I've actually thought about this a lot. Just, like, we don't plan weddings for my job, but just the concept of, like, planning other events and yeah. thinking about all the cool, like, event trends and, like, yeah. things that you can do with, like, the catering and, like, the decor and everything and, yeah. like, um, like, amenities and entertainment and games. Yeah. Like, I want – I feel like my wedding is going to end up being a lot, like – the events that I plan rather than, like, a traditional wedding. That's cool, though. Like, I want to have, like, cool, like, trendy things and, like, little, like, bar stations and food stations mm-hmm. and, like, do a cool, like, like, not a typical, like, photo booth type wedding. Yeah, like, I want to so do trash. something, like, cooler. Yeah. I know, and I, I def- feel like I'm going to want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> oh, my God, same. But, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's so bad, but, like, it's such a cool party and it's such a good excuse to have a party. But one of the reasons why I don't want to have a black tie wedding is because I really want, like, a casual wedding dress. Yeah. I'm, like, all in on just, like, a flowy, like, free people dress. Yeah, I could see that being your vibes, but I'm, like, the opposite. Like, I want, like, a super fancy, but, like... Kim wants, like, an updo in her hair. (laughs) I don't know, but I want, like, a, a princess Type gown, but like oh, I thought about that for a while, but I've got I've since gotten over but my. But not princess. like super like fluffy, but I want it to be like super fluffy. <laughs> I want it to be like very plain, like maybe just like silk or like chiffon. Like yeah, I don't, I don't want fuck like lace. lace. I don't want like glitter sequins, whatever. No. Like I want it to be very plain, which like goes with my style. Like stark white. I don't. I'm not about the off white wedding really? dress. Oh, yeah. I'm so in on that. No. I want like the ivory. Mm-mm. No, I want mine to be like stark white. Pretty representation plain. of your <laughs> my culture <laughs> as white as can be. <laughs> um, Not what I was thinking, but we can go there. <laughs> How do um, we feel about these bitches that wear like black wedding dresses? What? I didn't even know that was a thing. In some cultures, people wear red wedding dresses too, and I know it's like a cultural thing for you, but like, nah, I'm not. I'm all out on that. I saw this thing yesterday that this girl, she wore, like, a custom-made, like, blue, like, lacy, like, wedding dress, and she invited all of her bridesmaids to wear their own wedding dresses. Uh, that's a fuck no for me. <laughs> I thought it was, like, kind of, like, an interesting concept, but, yeah, it would just be weird. That's a no. And she said, like, some people, like, if they weren't married, they, like, um borrowed like a wedding dress from somebody or like that's so weird I do not fuck with that she was like I just want them to feel like pretty again and like now's their chance to like bring it out and I'm like no it's not about them it's about me yeah it's my day yeah no that is some shit that I am definitely not not in on um so what are your vibes on a wedding for 
band versus DJ. I already know what you're going to say. I want a band. <laughs> Me too. And oh yeah, live music all day. Live music girls right here. I know people though that want a DJ over a band. Personally, I want both, but I know that I'm not going to be able to afford it, so I'm just going to give in and just get a band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ideally you'd want, like, a band early and then, like, a DJ to, like, like wrap up night. tonight. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like you can just do that anyway. I feel like you could just use an iPod. Like, yeah, that's DJs what I'm really, like, trust me, they're, they're not that great. Yeah. I don't really understand why people don't want a band. Like, I want it to be, like, such a live music, everyone's, like, cheering on the band, like, they're playing Shout, everyone's getting right. into it. Like, my wedding, I want it to be, like, straight out of Wedding Crashers kind of wedding. Oh, yeah. For sure. Which, you have to have a band for that. Yeah, like, I want to be front row, just, like... And, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm sure we'll play Get Low at some point, but <laughs> that's not gonna happen until, like, you know, 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about, like, other wedding traditions? Like, Someone was telling me that they went to a wedding the other day, and they didn't do, like, a first dance. They, like, didn't, um, like, walk down the aisle with, like, their parents. Like, no one, like, gave her away or something. And there was just, like, a lot of, like, traditions that were missing. And I'm kind of, like, I, like, respect that because I've, like, read a lot about how, like, giving the daughter away is like I'm all very, out on that it's like very old school no I'm all out on giving away yeah I'm all out on it because it's yeah it's kind of creepy if you think about well, it well and I've also thought about it because of my like current situation with my family right <laughs> so like I feel like I guess I could have my brother do it yeah because we're really close but then at the end of the day I kind of want him to like watch me walk down the aisle right so it's kind of a weird situation. I honestly, like... But I'm kind of not, I'm kind of not about the giving away. I want all eyes to be on me. Yeah. Not someone else. The only reason that I would think that I would want to do it is just because I wouldn't think about it in the terms of, like, giving me away, but, like, someone just, like, accompanying you, like, walking yeah, down yeah, the yeah, aisle, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like, okay, like... It's like their support system. Right. Right. And like, oh my god, this is such a big step in your life. Yeah. I get that. But it is kind of, like, creepy and old-fashioned when you think about yeah. it. But, I mean, who knows? I, when the time comes, I'll probably want it to be all about myself. And yeah. I'll be like, you know, I'm walking down the aisle by myself. Solo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've thought about that a lot, too. But I don't know. I don't know what my final choice would be Um, on the aisle, walking down the aisle. Have you also heard of people walking down to a different song other than whatever the wedding song is? Oh. Yeah. I kind of fuck with that because, well, because yeah. What is it? What is the name of the song? Um, oh God, I don't know the name of it, but it's like. Dun, dun, oh, here dun. comes the bride. Yeah. Uh-oh. Or is there another song? There's another one. My parents like walked down the aisle too. That's like more traditional. It's, it's like traditional, but I don't know. I can't think. Yeah. But I don't really want any of that. I just want like a classical music playing in the background. Yeah. Like. That's true. I've never thought about, like, what plays when you're walking in the aisle. I just want some, like, classical organ music playing. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's kind of cliche. The first wedding I was in, they played, um, like, some more, like, new age song. Oh, no. I don't fuck with that either. <laughs> I do not fuck with any new I age I want to say it was, like, people country. That do, like, or people that do, like, the dance things down the aisle. Remember when that was like a trend? Chris Brown forever. <laughs> oh, my God. That literally made me want to vomit. I hated when people did that shit. I thought it was funny at the time, but, like, I wouldn't I would do never it do it. Wedding. It's just, like, it's so tacky. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Wedding traditions, there are so many weird ones. The first dance thing, like... I've thought back and forth about what I would want for my wedding song, which is, like, ridiculous, because I don't have any intention of getting married anytime soon, and I, like, would need to, like, figure out the song with the guy, not just, like, personally by myself. <laughs> no, it's, it's all about you. But it is, the first dance thing is, like, a little cliche, but I feel like I'm going to do it anyway. I would, I would be more likely to have my dad walked me down the aisle than to do, like, a first dance. Really? Yeah. Because that shit is so awkward to me. And, like, like do you have to get dance lessons? Do you have to have it choreographed? Yeah. Like, oh, like, that's too much. I would much rather all eyes on me walking down the aisle than, like, all eyes on me trying to dance. Like, oh, yeah, the that's dance just thing awkward. Is... I would just be like, okay, everyone, come on. Like, yeah, like, get, get on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor. Yeah, I get that. 
And I feel like nobody cares. Nobody wants to watch it. Like, no, yeah, it's just no awkward. But, like, walking down the aisle, that's, like, a thing that people are used to. They're used to watching the bride watch down the aisle. Yeah. How do you feel about wedding toasts? I like wedding toasts. Like, how many wedding toasts? Who gives the wedding toasts? Like, you have to be funny. You have to be funny. Yeah. Like, like I, I low-key hope that, like, my big and her fiancé let me give a toast to the wedding because <laughs> I would give such a good one. You're like, I'd fucking thrive. Yeah. But, okay, so I'm pretty much all out on toasts on the actual wedding. Okay. Why? So my, because I think it takes away the fun and, like, the energy of the entire vibe of the night. So I would just want maybe my mom <clears throat> or, like, the dad of the groom, maybe, like, those two. Yeah. I think See, I would let... I'd say, like, my mom and, like, the dad of the groom. And they can just say, like, a few, like, sentimental words and then party starts. And I say, the rehearsal dinner, my maid of honor gets to give a speech, the, like, um, best man gets to give a speech, okay. like, my brother, whoever, like, really wants to. That's true. And then you can get the all rehearsal dinner speech. is, like, more of an appropriate time for that, like, because to get Because I just don't want, like, people to be rambling on and on and on. And, like, I want to hear those things, but I know that everyone at the wedding doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but like, if, if they're at your wedding, then they should. Yeah, but, like, But at the same don't. time, like, I'm not going to let everyone at the wedding, like or in the wedding party speak. Like, I would probably let my dad, because he's funny, and yeah. I know that it would be, like, an entertaining story. Right. And then whoever else, like, one of the groom's parents, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe, like, mine or his, like, best friend that, like, knows us both. Like, give, like, a funny one. But, like, I know. if I have a best friend that's, like, not funny, I'm be like, sorry, you can give it at the rehearsal dinner, I'll listen to it. But unless it's going to be an entertaining speech, because you're right, like, I know everyone in the, like, audience is going to be, like, Waiting to get the night started. Yeah, like, everyone wants to get the party so going, like, like, where's the open bar? Unless it's Let's going go. to, like, help bring the mood up, then you're right. Yeah. Give it at the rehearsal dinner. I say save most of the speeches for the rehearsal dinner, and you gotta keep them under ten minutes total in oh, speeches yeah. for the no, actual like wedding under five day. minutes. No, no, I'm not saying each. I'm saying literally total. Oh. Like, ten <laughs> minutes of speeches at the wedding, and we're done. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I'm sorry, I just don't want to hear you ramble on and on. Write me a fucking letter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. At the same time, I'm just like, I don't care what everyone else wants. It's about me, so. Yeah. I but just don't... normally, at that point, I would be, like, trying to get the party started, too. Yeah, so I'm like, like, right. I'm like, I'm like, let's rage. <laughs> like, let's this is my wedding up. day. Um, how do you feel about wedding food and um, open bars? Okay, you definitely have to have at least a beer and wine open bar. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You have to. Agreed. And, like, if you can't afford to have liquor open bar, that's fine. But, like, you gotta you gotta try to save up for the beer and wine. Yeah. Because you gotta get the people feeling loose. Dry wedding. But it's really not that much more. Yeah, it's not. Especially for just beer and wine. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this, and he was like, we saved a lot of money because we just did beer and wine. But, like, whatever. Like, if you guys want to sneak your fucking flasks in, you do you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's also, like, depending, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this if you were younger, but you can do it based on, like, consumption, which usually helps you save money. Yeah. Because, like, for an open bar, they go ahead and just, like, estimate a certain number of drinks per person, like, uh-huh. per hour kind of right. thing. And if you're not expecting a lot of your guests to drink, then you yeah. kind of get screwed, in which case you could do it based on consumption. consumption. Okay. So, like, if we're getting married at... 23. Oh, I know. I have to go full open bar, like, Because we know based on consumption, it's going to be, like, eight drinks a person, and you're going to end up paying a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, because, like, I just feel like it's just not right to invite someone to your wedding and expect them to, like, be sober or have to pay for their own alcohol. Yeah, no, I agree. You gotta go open bar. Yeah. You gotta. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be a bitch, like, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it, whatever, but I'm just Just saying. Just save up. Save up for the fucking (laughs) If you invite me to a wedding without an open bar. Cut the wedding list down. Just cut people out. You're probably inviting too many people. Yeah, agreed. Um, Unless, like, again, there's some other circumstances where if you're, like, saving money for something or, like, whatever. Generally speaking, open bar, necessary. How do you feel, like, sit-down dinner, buffet... Like, what is your vibes on the dinner situation? Um, I mean, I would like a plated dinner because I want my wedding to be, like, classy. Classy as fuck, yeah. (laughs) But I'm not out on the buffet because I do think that it's, like... 
You save money. Convenient, yeah. But it's also annoying because all the weddings that I've been to that have been buffet style, they're like, okay, like, this table goes, okay, now your table goes, and you're yeah. sitting twiddling your thumbs waiting to, like, get up and go get food. I know, that food. does. That does give and me And it's anxiety. kind of annoying. And, like, again, it's whatever, but I don't know. It's just kind of a mess. Yeah. I know. I'm just kind of all out on, like, formal dining at weddings in general. Like, I don't even care. Like, do I need to have a formal fucking dinner? Like, I wish I could... Charcuterie boards for everyone. <laughs> in my, like, dream world, my wedding would be, like, an oyster roast. Oh, yum. That would actually With be charcuterie cool. boards everywhere. <laughs> Each table just has their own, like, make-your-own-charcuterie board. <laughs> That's, like, my dream right there. Honestly, that would be pretty cool to do, like, as an appetizer, and then you could have, like, bar... Or, uh, like, food stations. Yeah. And that way everyone's not, like, waiting to go run up and get food because they're not starving. I know. I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool to do something like that just because, I don't know. If you're if I'm going to have my beach wedding dream, like, I'm kind of out on the formal dinner sitch. Yeah, but what if it's a New Year's Eve wedding? Well, then it has to be a plated steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it just has to be. Like, steak and lobster. Yeah, steak and lobster only, duh. Yeah. That's how I feel about the food. I really think it depends on the vibe. But yeah, a traditional buffet is kind of shitty. Yeah. And I just feel like for large events like that, you don't really, like, need the food to be great, like, yeah. gourmet, because, like, no one's going to care. Like, How do you not... feel about the cocktail hour? Um, what do you mean? Like, in between the um, ceremony and the reception. What do you mean, how do I feel about it? How do you feel about cocktail hour? I want a cocktail hour, yeah. and I want it to be, like, past hors d'oeuvres and drinks. Okay. Same. Yeah. I think that... I think it's important. I think you need to have a signature drink that you and the groom create. Oh, I like that. I think it's so cute. I always thought about this. Um, I would want, like, some sort of, like, signature drink or, like, signature bar station. Yeah. That, like, somehow tied into, like, the story of me and... My future husband. Yeah, I don't know. Knowing me, that'll be, like, a table of McUltra or something. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking about, because, like, in college, I'm like, oh, what if, like, you met, like, your boyfriend, like, at a tour de Franzia party, and, like, like, and you had, like, a Franzia, like, an upscale, like, Franzia station. Like, obviously, no one wants to drink Franzia, <laughs> but you could, like, go and, like, it tells a little story kind of thing. That's cute. Because it's, like, creative. Or you met, like, at a keg party, and... <laughs> right, and it's, like, a keg that has, like... Champagne in it. A or picture something. of you guys. <laughs> That's too much, but I love it. It's cute. I mean, no, it's it just is cute. I like just refuse to have my wedding be like straight out of a Pinterest board. Oh, same. That's like, trash. I don't want to do what everyone else does. I want mine to be unique. Me too. Like I pride myself on like being far from the norm. Yeah, same. But in a good way. We're like basic, but with a twist. Yeah, like no. That's what I like to describe myself as. <laughs> I'm going to serve mimosas at my wedding. I don't care what time of day it is. Are, are you going to do um, a next day brunch? That's a thing now. Is it? Yeah. For? Saturday weddings. Who? Now on Sunday, the bridal party usually. Oh. Yeah. Or the wedding party in general. I mean, that would make sense. The next morning brunch. How do you feel about going on your honeymoon? What do you mean? Like some people leave that night to go on their honeymoon. I say leave the next day. Yeah. No chance I'm leaving that fuck. I'm not getting on a plane. I'm going to be hammered. That's the only reason I would get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you go to you go to the bridal brunch the next morning. You get a few mimosas in you. Do you think you're going to be hungover the day after your wedding? Yes. But also I've heard people say that like they it's hard for them to like get drunk because they're constantly like talking to people. I also and like you're just so overstimulated. My that biggest you're not, like, fear is to get blackout at my wedding and not remember. And not remember. Yeah. That's my biggest fear in life. So I, I feel like I'm going to probably, like, keep my alcohol consumption to a minimum because I want to, like, remember every moment. But also you probably won't have time to eat, so you're probably going to get drunk really fast. I know. And you're, like, trying to fit into this dress that's, right. like, a size too small for you. See, you've been, that's like, another thing. Out. Like, it's my wedding, and I, I'm going to try as hard as I can before the wedding to, like, look good. But there's no way I'm, like, squeezing into this tight, uncomfortable dress, like, on my wedding day. Oh, no, me neither. Because I've done that for sorority formals and, like... Not worth it. Yeah, and you, like, put your Spanx on, you gotta push through, but, like, this is the one day that I don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you want to be so comfortable. You want to be, like, so content. Yeah, and, like, 
there is not a chance that I'm wearing, like, some kind of uncomfortable shoe for the reception. Like, oh, no chance. I don't care if I have to go barefoot, if I have to put on, like... I think I'm gonna go with barefoot at the reception, honestly. I've thought about this a lot, too, because I really don't fuck with heels. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to wear heels during the ceremony. See, I went to this wedding, and everyone took their shoes off, and then someone broke glass on the dance floor. That's, like, gonna happen at my wedding. I'm, yeah. like, 100% convinced. And I was, like, okay, like, now I don't want to walk around <laughs> dance <laughs> when there's broken glass. They try to clean it up, but still, there's, like, little mini pieces. Yeah, no, that happened at one of our formals, like, our junior year of college, the same shit, and everyone was, like, dancing, and people were getting cut from the glass. It was not a vibe. I will say, I was looking at my Pinterest yesterday, because I'm trying to redo my room, and I was looking at my, like, old wedding Pinterest board from when I was, like, in high school. God, it's so trash, right? Yeah, so it's <laughs> But there mine. was this one thing. It's, like, a basket of, like, a ton of, like, cheap, like, white and black, like, flip-flop kind of things. Yeah. So you can, like, put your heels down and, like, put on a pair of flip-flops just, like, to I dance I kind of like that. Yeah, it was cute, right? Yeah, I, I think I might go either barefoot or, like, I don't know, depending on my vibe of my dress, like, I could rock some dad sneakers. I was just gonna say, like, you should rock some, like, stark white Balenciaga sneakers. Oh my god. What if I got, like, the white Balenciagas that look like socks? Do it. I I think if it's for my wedding, I have to go with, like, some designer sneakers. See, I would wear, like, white Converse. That's, like, so on brand (laughs) I feel like I want to wear sneakers just so I can, like swing dance and yeah because like, I've seen a lot of people spins. do that like they'll put on like cute sneakers or something yeah no gonna, chance I'm wearing fucking heels I'm gonna get some like white crocs with like some bling on them <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like kill the dance floor that's my goal for the entire night yeah. I'm also not like gonna be that bride that literally says hi to every single person because I'm sorry the night's about me and like I want to dance so yeah so find me on the dance floor I'll get up and say a toast before we start dancing and then just be like hey everyone who I haven't said hey to like come find me but I'll be on the dance floor tomorrow (laughs) for real though um okay we have one more thing to talk about love I hope we can squeeze it in yeah we can we can throw it in here um but it's love season. It's Valentine's Day week. Yeah. And we are talking love languages. Yeah. So I actually took this test like a long time ago, but, and then I retook it again like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, but I think it's super important, especially if you're in a relationship. I would highly, highly, highly suggest taking both this people quiz. in yeah. a relationship taking it because it kind of seems like a little like, lame, but it actually really does help you, like, learn more about a person. And what makes them happy. Yeah. So. And at the very least, you can tell them what your love languages are, and it'll help you in the long run. Yeah, so (laughs) so there are five different love languages, um, physical touch, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts, and people all get, like, satisfaction from a significant other from one of those five things more than the others. And you take this quiz, um... We took the one that's five, the number five, lovelanguages.com, and it sends you, like, an email, and you answer all these questions and say, like, if you're single, if you're in a relationship, if you're married, whatever, and then it ranks your love languages, and it gives you, like, a little description about each of of them. Um, So, what is your number one? I I gotta know. (laughs) My number one is acts of service. Interesting. And I got an eight for that. Okay, so acts of service and receiving gifts are both eights. For you. Yeah, so that's tied, my first two. Wow, we are, like, complete opposites. (laughs) I'm shocked. And then third is quality time with uh, seven points. And then words of affirmation is number four. And then physical touch is last with three. Wow. (laughs) Okay. But I thought a lot about this, but you can go. So, okay, so my top one is quality time. That's a ten. Yeah. Then physical touch is number two for me, seven. Okay. Uh, Acts of service is number three at a six. Words of affirmation is number four at a five points. And then my last one is receiving gifts at two points. Okay. So we are, like, very, very different. (laughs) And I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. um, I feel like I've differed from a lot of people in this because... I don't know. I feel like I do. I've met some other people that are acts of service people. It has a lot to do with like how you grew up, I feel like. And this like, again, is going to sound like super depressing, but like my family is like not a physical touch family. Like I will like give a hug 
to my mom and dad and my brother like every now and then but we're not like a whole like grab your shoulder like hey babe like how are you like oh like if my dad ever like touched my like shoulder or something or even my mom or like my brother I'd be like oh like don't touch me yeah Kim you are like low-key anti-physical touch yeah not really but a little bit and I don't know why I think it's just like I don't know something about me no physical touch for me is like important really important yeah and I think maybe like me and my mom are like super close like we always hug right and, like, a hug can go a long way for me. Like, when I'm anxious, like, you know, like, you know especially. Yeah. A hug can really... A hug or a handhold for Kim yeah. really, really can help her out. But, I don't know. Like, I'm not big on the whole just, like, random physical touching. Like, if my mom is sitting there just, like, stroking my head or something, like, I'm like, uh, don't touch no, me. No, like, when I was younger, like, I would always make my mom, like, scratch my arm. Yeah. You know, like, just, like... See, unless, like, I warrant it, like... Don't like, touch me. <laughs> really? Yes. That's so interesting. I don't know, but, I mean, I'm not, like, a freak. Like, I like to hold hands. Like, I obviously like to cuddle and, like, yeah. give hugs, but I don't know. That, okay, I just think it's not as important to me. Like, it's not that I don't like it. Well, yeah, obviously all like, of these love languages, like, everyone cares about each one of them to an extent, but some are just more important than others. And when I took this, my coworker, Taylor, she was like, this makes so much sense for you because, like, it's, like... She always makes a joke, like, it's all about you, Kim, because I'm, like, not, like, obsessed with myself, but <laughs> I think she does it as a joke, but I still think it's, like, low-key kind of true, but I'm, like, if people do things for me or, like, So, give acts me of things, service and... Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. They're both like... eight points, which I think... I'm always a big believer in, like, it, saying that you love me, like, doesn't mean anything unless you can back it up. So, that's why words of affirmation is, like, pretty low, too. I'm surprised that that one wasn't the lowest. Yeah, words of affirmation for me is number two. Because, like, the like, second lowest for me. compliments and, like, things like that and, like, oh, like, like you're I doing can a get great flattered, job. but, like, it doesn't really... Yeah. Like, actions speak louder than words for me. Exactly. And I think that's why, for me, though, well, acts of service is ranked number three for me. So, mm-hmm. like, that's slightly an action, but just quality time in general for me is number one. And I think because I think spending quality time for me is, like, more important than you telling me you love me. Like, if you're spending quality time, then I know you love me. Yeah, and being being in someone's presence is, like, the most important, I feel like, out of everything. And not just, like, being in someone's presence, but being... Present. Yeah. In the presence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Like, not, like, constantly looking at your phone. Like, I like to go to dinner with people and just sit there and have conversation with them because I get so much more out of that than just... Right. And I'm bad about this. We've already discussed. But. No. And, I mean, we all have our moments where we're not fully present, and that's fine, but... But you can tell- When you're lacking quality... T- like, when I'm lacking quality time in any of my relationships, whether it's a friendship or a guy that I'm dating, like, it really eats away at me. Like, yeah. I try so hard to make an effort to do some sort of activity that's, like, us being forced to do, like, spend quality time together. Like... Right. But I don't know. Even, like... It means a lot to me if you're with somebody and you're just, like, sitting on the couch together, even if, like, you're both on your phones, but you're just, like, there together. Yeah. Like, they talked about this on KFC Radio, if anyone listens to that podcast. It was a while ago, but they said, like, I know you're talking alone about. together. Yeah. And it was a thing, like, it means a lot if you can, like, be alone together. Like, because if you are in some sort of relationship that you have to be, like, constantly, constantly like, yeah. interacting, even though, like... You, like, whenever you're together, like, if you have to be constantly interacting, yeah, then it's, like, not as good as if you can go sometimes, like, being together, but not being interactive. Yeah. Did I talk about this in the last podcast, me and Ross? No. Okay, so... Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But we were, like, he came over to my apartment the other day, we were just in bed, and he's like, I'm gonna watch, like, this fucking weird-ass show on the Discovery Channel. And I was like, okay, like, I'm gonna read my book. And we just sat in bed together, and he watched a show, and I read my book, and I felt like an old married couple. Yeah. But... I'm, like, so in on that. But it was, like, also so refreshing, because I'm, like, we're finally at that point where we're, like, so comfortable, like, living our own lives, but our lives together at the same thing, like, alone together. Like, we are doing our own thing, but we're together because we want to be. And I think that's, like, an important step in a relationship. I agree. you know that you can, like, be alone together. Yeah, I think so, too, that, like, I can do my own thing and, like, be in your presence, but we're not, like constantly having a conversation or like constantly touching or just like you know like I'm just doing my thing you're doing your thing but we're together because we like choose to be and I think if that makes you uncomfortable like 
you need to, like, work on your relationship. (laughs) You need to work on your relationship, and you need to, like, work on, like, your own self-confidence. Like, just because the person isn't interacting with you 24-7 doesn't mean that they don't care about you. Right. So, where is receiving gifts on yours? Because I feel like... Number number zero. Well, bottom one. Okay, so this is really interesting, because I feel like getting gifts makes, like, people uncomfortable a lot, but when I was answering questions, though, I was asking, like, about random gifts versus, like, gifts that show that they've been thinking about you. Right, Which okay. I'm, like, big on giving gifts, like, little gifts. I like, like I like giving gifts, too, yeah. but I don't like receiving gifts very, very I often. like receiving gifts. Like, even if it's just, like, a little thing, like, oh, they just, like, bought me, like, a little, like, or I don't know, like, I said that I needed a new toothbrush, and they, like, bought me a toothbrush just because I've been talking about it kind of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that there are certain things like that that, like, definitely give me joy like mm-hmm. I don't know like someone just like brings you ice cream and you like weren't asking for it yeah that just goes a, a long way for me yeah. like longer than just like saying I love you or something yeah I don't know I just don't really care that much about not that like I don't think that people that are like gift receivers are materialistic I don't <laughs> think that that's the case but for me it just doesn't do much for me like I would rather spend time with you yeah. Acts of service, like, means a lot for me, too, because it's, like, if they're willing to help you out, then yeah, that, same. like, shows a lot. Like, if you're, I remember, like, it was actually, like, fairly soon after me and Ross, like, first started dating, and I was furniture shopping, and I bought this dresser that I thought was going to fit in my car and didn't, and I just, like, called him because he drives a truck, and I was, like, hey, <laughs> Classic. like, do you mind, like, coming to this furniture store, like, 15 minutes away and, like, getting this dresser for me? And I yeah. just remember, like, that was, like, I it meant so much to me because I know right. that he, like, had no intention of, like, even, like, hanging out with me that day. Like, if a and guy... I was, like, I really need you. Yeah, if a guy will go out of his way to, like, help you move or to, like, do something that you yeah. know is clearly not enjoyable for him but he's yeah. doing it anyway, that, like, means so much. Yeah. So I'm all in on acts of service yeah. for sure. Um, it's not my number one, but it's definitely, I mean, it's number three for me, and it's, like, a pretty close to my second. Is this what you expected your ranking to be? Yeah. I 100% knew that. You agree with it, like, 100%? Yeah, quality time and physical touch, like, by far, are my most important. I think, so, once again, mine is acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch. I think if I were to redo it, it would be acts of service, and then quality time, second, and then receiving gifts, and then physical touch, and then words of affirmation last. Okay. So just two of them. Swap. Swapped. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'd say mine's pretty spot on. Yeah. And I think it's, like, pretty accurate of what I need and ask for. Yeah. Sometimes, like, words of affirmation, I need them more. Um, But I think that everyone, like, needs certain things depending on the situation. So I don't know. I mean, this isn't always, like, spot on. Yeah. But I think it's really cool to take it and, like, make your significant other take it and, like see how it affects your relationship because once you know what makes them happy I think it has an impact on how you you behave in certain situations yeah and it's much easier to like see it laid out like this than to like have them say it be like what do you want from me (laughs) yeah this is what makes you happy and like like, sometimes it's like hard to get guys to like even be in on like taking a dumb quiz like this but I swear once they do it they're like all in on it yeah and like give them an incentive yeah Say that you'll give them a gift. (laughs) (laughs) What do you need? Or words of affirmation, depending on what they like. I feel like no guy's love language is is words of affirmation. I mean, that's not true. There's definitely guys out there that that is their love language, but, like, no guys I ever date, like, words of affirmation is, like, bottom of a fucking totem pole. (laughs) Actually, I made my parents take this, and I'm pretty sure my dad's, like, number one was, like, physical touch, and my mom's last one was, like, physical touch, which is, like, (laughs) interesting because she's a lot like me. But that's too it funny. was funny. Those were like opposites, which like kind of seems scary. But I think that that's okay. Like, oh, just I think because, it's completely okay. I mean, like, just because you enjoy one of these, like, as your love language, doesn't mean that you can't reciprocate another one that's like lower on your list. Like, yeah, I can still give somebody physical touch, even though it's low on my list. Like, wow, Kim, <laughs> will you give me a hug? God damn and, like, it! Words of affirmation. I feel like I'm. That's usually like my go-to for expressing, mm-hmm. well, like I said, I enjoy, like, giving gifts, too, but I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty good at expressing any of these love languages, yeah. but these are just the ones that I prefer. But once you know someone's, it makes it easier for you to act on that 
and actually yeah. give them what helps them feel better in certain situations. Like, you can constantly be giving someone, like, words of affirmation, but if their number one is physical touch and you're not giving that to them, then they're not going to be 100% satisfied. Exactly. And, like, you know, like, if you guys are in a long-distance relationship and their number one is, like, quality time and, like, physical touch, then, like... It's going to be harder for you guys. Wow, I wonder why, like, I can't be in a long-distance relationship because my number ones are quality time and physical touch. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true because, like... No, it's... I mean, yeah. That just... it When blatantly, those are the most important things to you, it's hard to get that in a relationship that's long-distance. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, you know, this is important. Uh-huh. And in the week of... In the spirit of Valentine's Day, in the week of love... Figure out... Figure out what your love language is... And, uh... And then demand everyone in your life to give you that love. (laughs) (laughs) Give me gifts, goddammit! Um, yeah, but happy early Valentine's Day, early Galentine's Day to everyone. Yeah, Whatever you may be doing this week. And don't be that person that, like, is anti-Valentine's Day, please. Like, I'm all out on people that are anti-Valentine's Day. Like, just get drunk by yourself if you have to. Yeah, like, love yourself. Like... Yeah. Self-care. Do a face mask, drink some wine, watch a rom-com. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah, buy yourself some chocolate. Fuck yeah. Who cares? Buy yourself some flowers. I might buy myself some chocolate anyway. Buy yourself a a card. (laughs) Buy yourself a card. Send yourself flowers to your office and pretend that it's from someone random. (laughs) Just do what you gotta do. Buy buy your best friend a chocolate. Yeah. Buy your mom and your dad Valentine's Day cards. I bought my mom a Valentine's Day card. Yeah, I like it's to do Im- that, too. It's important. Don't forget about them. Yeah, Valentine's Day isn't just about, you know... Um, romantic Romantic love. love. It's about all the love. Friend love. Yeah. Yeah. So, on that note, we'll close it up for today. Uh, hit us at the hotline if you want us to talk about more random topics. Like yeah. Wedding. Let us know what you felt about our takes on weddings and love languages and... Go take the quiz and then let us know what yours are and if they're more similar to Mads or mine. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, we're interested. All right. Peace and love. Bye.